I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. East Hands are evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have A Bad Night. Another Wicker Saga story. I was going to say, like, it's one o'clock. I don't think this is going to be that. It's not night. Yeah. Also, way to like pull the curtain away from like behind the scenes. Like, it's, like, oh, I'm sorry. Is that a problem? Is that rude? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's nighttime somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> um, so we are back into the Wicker Saga with another Wicker Saga story. Yeah, I'm guessing we're back, which is a <laughs> my unintentional connective tissues time because I recently watched John Wick. <laughs> I'm guessing I'm back with the John Wicker saga. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's too good. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, a bad night is part of the Wicker saga series of stories written by Shadow Swimmer seventy seven. Uh, you can check it out at creepost.wiki. I believe it's also on creepost.com. Um, this story, uh, as a note, was an entry for the finals of the twenty fifteen Creepypasta Freestyle Competition. Uh, and the subject for the story was detective fired from his job. So before I get too far ahead of myself, though, uh, let's do our initial recommendations. I am going to recommend this one. Uh, I'm going to personally recommend this one. And I'm going to recommend this one. All right. Well, let's... Uh, Let's dive into this and find out exactly why we gave those initial recommendations and see if that changes. Starting with the rundown, not featuring The Rock. No, he has a name this time. Yeah, well, technically the narrator is like an omnipresent narrator, but like it, it, like that's following like third person Jack Monahan. <laughs> if you but, want him, his voice to be The Rock's voice, then go for it. <laughs> Jack Monahan, you smell what The Rock is cooking? <laughs> Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so Jack Monahan is a detective who has just been let go by the parents of the missing child, June Benson, uh, that he was tasked with finding. This case had gone on for several weeks and had led Jack down a rabbit hole of multiple missing kids and a possible connection to the local Big Pharma factory uh, and its owner, Graydon Marks. He was on the cusp of infiltrating the factory, uh, the factory's property outside of town that night when he got the call from the parents. Thinking it was strange and having a good conscience, Jack decided to go out there anyway and see if his lead was correct and if the kid was actually there. Either way, it was going to be a bad night. Credits. No, yeah. no. <laughs> Continuing on. <laughs> Uh, He gets out there and sneaks out to the house Marks lives in on the property where he sees the millionaire corporate owner leading the Bensons, the family, uh, like the parents that uh, parents of June out to a thicket in uh, or out to a thicket of woods Uh, trailing them in the snow. He sees that there is an active bonfire in a clearing. And as Marks climbs up, 
to a hunting platform on a tree, the parents and Jack see a disheveled June in quite the state, shambling into the clearing. Uh, when the parents go to embrace their child, she begins biting and attacking them, and then soon more wild zombieish children come out of the woods and devour the couple. Uh, Jack freaks out and flees, but trips and knocks himself out. Waking up, tied up to a tree, with Marks in front of him, gloating and holding Jack's gun. Marks knew Jack was on this case the whole time, and tried to give him one last opportunity to walk away with the phone call from the parents earlier. But curiosity and chivalry killed the P.I. As Marks shoots Jack in the foot and leaves him to be eaten as well <clears throat> and leaves him to be eaten as well by the monstrous children. Jack Monahan certainly did have a bad night. Finn. <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, that was a bad night. It was um, for a couple of people, actually, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but. I suppose we move on to <clears throat> everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions at this point. Um, I've got one and it's part of a, it's sort of part of a, a paragraph because there's something missing in the paragraph. I feel that is crucial to the rest of the story. I was going to say pretty much all sentences are part of paragraphs. Thanks. So that part shouldn't be weird. <laughs> no, <laughs> God damn it. the door is ajar. Actually, it's a door. Fuck you. <laughs> I I still don't remember the last time I've said that, but you keep giving me shit for that. It's not it's just like the, you. It's, it's like if you get your jacket one time, your parents will be like, 15 years later, be like, don't forget your jacket. It's like, what? I, I, I don't remember think it's 15 years ago, you forgot your jacket. Why are you still remember, reminding me of that? I don't think it's just you. I think it was also Aaron or Captain Salanum on One Less Die um, that would also like, fuck that up <laughs> so yeah or no that would also like like do that to me so like i think you did it once and then like maybe captain slanum also did it a couple of times and so i was just like i've just thrown like looped i've locked you into the into the same pile i'm guilty by association because i'm also a punman yes my next dnd character's last name should be punman and he should be a bard <laughs> <laughs> And just how because they they even have like like that uh vicious mockery just like new puns yeah dad jokes as vicious mockery yeah regardless back to grammar inquisition oh yeah right <laughs> um Mark stooped down in front of him must be going old chap I'd tell you to simply walk away from this but you've squandered that opportunity already and well it'd be quite impossible now for a multi for a multitude of reasons. He inclined his head toward Jack's destroyed foot. However, as I've confessed my admiration, I've decided to give you a sporting chance. There's a very realistic possibility you'll bleed out before the children get hungry again. Good luck. With that, he walked out of the clearing into the darkened woods. Jack lay there in the snow, the white around him slowly turning red. Um... How is he supposed to leave that tree? Uh, he was bound to that tree in the last, like, like previously to this this situation. Um, there's no mention that Marks cuts him down. <laughs> he's not supposed yeah. to cut him down. But he said his, he'd give him a, a chance to, like, his, a chance to yeah. get him. No. Okay. His chance okay. is basically to die peacefully of blood loss compared to being eaten alive. 
Oh, I okay. I thought he was giving him a chance to like try and escape. Uh, like, no, like, okay, no, all right, that no, okay, all right, that makes sense. All right, I revoke, uh, I'm, I'm gonna keep this in, but like, yeah, all right, like that, that I, I all right, it's my okay. bad, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, then I have no grammar acquisition, so moving on to Mikey, the stands for evil. <laughs> all right. Mm. I have a conjunction junction which has a, at least a couple run-on sentences in it because this okay. story has a lot of run-on sentences for okay. flavor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. But he said he'd seen something, namely two goons in suits shoving a black bag over a young boy's head and throwing him into an unmarked van outside a crack house the junkie had been flopping at. It made a sick kind of sense that Marks might have decided to take kids as unwilling, unpaid subjects for new drugs they were testing. And he was one of the only individuals with both enough political and monetary pull to keep the mayor's office and police department on lockdown. But then, when he'd been at the office getting ready to head over to the plant, Chase had called him out of the blue and said, Thanks but they wouldn't be needing him to keep looking into June's disappearance after all. It had been steadily snowing for the last few hours, so he briefly went back to the road and did his best to cover the tracks leading into the clearing. But here we are. Finn. Wow. He didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just got fired from his job. He's like, okay. I'll cover up any tracks I did. And then that's, guess so. I'll go just, home, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll just, uh, I'll just, uh, I was, I, oh, because remember earlier in the story, he's like, I did cut a hole in that fence. I guess I'll fix that. And then I'll just uh, leave. <laughs> Buys a new section of fence, puts it in his car, drives it over. Swaps it out, <laughs> welds it onto the chain, onto the chain, or no, just takes a welder and just starts welding the chains back to the chain link back together. <laughs> I'd say you probably like disassemble the that section of chain link fence and reassemble with the new piece. Yeah, because otherwise, I think you'd notice that it was like crudely welded back on. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he did. Well, he had a bad night, but it was more just like, uh, well, I got fired. <laughs> So basically, he chose. He, got, he took that opportunity. He actually took the opportunity that that Marks gave him earlier, and actually walked away. Yes. <laughs> In the he uh, did what he should have done technically yeah. if he wanted to yeah. survive. Yeah. <laughs> but for those unaware, um, Mikey does these sentences or these little stories to highlight all the sentences in a story that start with words that they probably shouldn't. Like it's in their butts because there's always better words to use. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, Gamer, do we have a grammar in yellow? Yeah, we got a couple. Okay. Let me just clarify where this is. Okay. First sentence, 
Um, oh. <laughs> you're making a mistake. I'm sorry you feel that way, Mr. Monahan. Our decision has been made. And it cuts down. But and it continues on. So... <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, Personally, no, I, I'd like yeah. the dialogue to tab down every time it switches people. Yeah, I... Hmm. That's weird. It's almost like he's saying, you're making a mistake, and then he's listening for half a second. He's like, I'm sorry you feel that way, Mr. Monahan, talking to a man called Mr. Monahan on the phone. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I fully support that, too. Like, especially since, like, we get the tab down for every up for the for the next two dialogue bits that are separate. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But I should move on. This is in regards to him uh, sitting there and drinking in his office. He removed the top from the bottle and took a long swallow. It doesn't feel right for me to use the word swallow in this case. Like something as simple as drink. He took a I long was also, drink. You know, while I was reading it, I actually hiccuped and said, um, and took a swig. Like while I was reading it aloud, yeah. I like completely like dropped swallow and took took a swig yeah or depending on how much he's drinking say or he chugged the bottle like yeah because <laughs> he yeah. right after that he's saying like i don't give a shit if i'm if i'm drunk or whatever you know yeah so like swallow is appropriate but it doesn't roll off the tongue as well as some other words could no it, it just seemed weird mm-hmm. as a a descriptor for drinking But either way, so we start reading for a little while, and I get like halfway into the story. Dark clouds covered the pale winter moon as Jack moved the car. So, um, as I just said, this gets dropped halfway through the story when we find a yeah. season. I would have liked mm-hmm. this mentioned early on, so the visuals of him going out to question people that happened before this had the right like setting to them. Yeah, <laughs> fair. Because for me, it's just like, it's summer, he's out there talking to people, then all of a sudden, it's winter. <laughs> yeah. Like, you could have said, like, I think there's, like, where it's, like, where it's, like time to hit the street. Yeah. Jack hit the cold winter streets. Like, yeah. that's all you need to add to it. Yeah. Super easy. Also, it, doesn't, it does not help that the child's name is June. <laughs> yeah. That's, that <laughs> probably uh, tainted the season a little bit for me. Yeah. And then, um, is he sleeping at this point? Hang on. No, this is when he is, uh, he's stalking through the, the dude's place. Um, in the snow and stuff. Yes. Okay. So strange moaning caused him to start his hand flying under his coat to rest on Cheryl. So I think he's, what it should be saying is like, it's causing him a start or giving him a start or causing him to perk up. The wording of caused him to start seemed weird to me. I have heard mm-hmm. that. Said, like I have heard it said like that though. Like you, you uh, wake up with a start. Yes. Like that, so yeah. what caused him to start? Yeah. Cause yeah. this is also being told presently. Mm-hmm. So I had a little bit of a tense talk causing him to start. Cause it's now, right? I suppose, yeah. yeah. Compared to caused. And a start sounds better than just start to me. I don't know. Causing him to wake up with a start? Well, he wasn't. He was standing. <laughs> he was out there stalking. Maybe he was asleep. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm just being stupid. That's my job. How dare you? You took my derm. And then my last one here is when the the father is running away in the woods. No, from not the, the father. Ranger. It was Jack that was running away. No, it wasn't. What? No, it wasn't, sir. Hang on a second. What is this? <laughs> Let me. Can I just read? Yeah, 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 read, yeah. Please read it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, Jack is hiding in the woods. This isn't the. He's hiding in the woods, um, looking at the bonfire. Yeah. And then Mr. Bad Guy Man and the the mother and the father are there. They got brought there from his yeah. house. Yep. to see their their daughter mm-hmm. and then he's like i'll show you your daughter here she is she's attracted by the light the monster and she comes over and then kills the wife and then he the father runs away and then the father abruptly a root caught his foot and sent him tumbling head over heels his head no. met a tree Sorry. with a sickening thud then blackness no jack uh what happened to the father? He was there. Did he so, just yeah, vanish? No, I, I'm going to show you right now. Um, so, uh, blah, blah, blah. Molly, Molly screamed and Chase lunged for his wife as a fountain of blood erupted, washing June's face in gore. The girl rode her mother to the ground, worrying at the wound like a wild animal. Jack felt the world lurch. And the next paragraph, Chase was struggling to pry June off Molly when Jack saw other small shapes had entered the clearing. Chase didn't notice until the things that had once been children were practically on top of him. And by then, it was far too late. Jack turned and ran. He sprinted through the forest, mindlessly, or mindless now of the noise he was making. His only thought escape of branches tangled. His arms... I misread that. Abruptly, you a root stop caught reading. Yeah. You're, you're okay, <laughs> I got my point across. You don't have to just read the rest of the fucking story. Sorry, I didn't mean. I, no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't actually trying to like, make you, like, like. I wasn't trying to be obnoxious there. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. He just wanted to get to the blackness point, part where he knocked yeah. into the tree. Yeah. Well, that's the thing but, with my whole yeah. note here was it sounded like it was talking about um like it wasn't clear who it was. Because I, well, I read because you missed the last wrong, the, the, the last short sentence, which says Jack turned and ran. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's really the Jack turned and ran should be the beginning of that paragraph. Yeah, because the paragraph starts with he sprinted through the forest. So, yeah. so yeah, it is a grammar inquisition. Yeah, also, also <laughs> this is, kind of, it's really almost, just my problem. I don't know. Like, I I feel like it, he could have been like we could have gotten like who exactly he was, like. But then it might turn into like <laughs> Jack turned and ran. Jack sprinted through the forest. See Jack run, run Jack run. <laughs> but like, yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. because the last subject is Jack because it says Jack turned and ran. Literally, yeah. I did not read that Jack turned and ran. That just That's wasn't fine, yeah. here yesterday when I read it. This <laughs> it, has been edited since then. I don't think so. <laughs> I, it absolutely it's, it's is. It's fine. I, I had a hiccup that. earlier. I had a goof up earlier. You had a goof up now. It's fine. Uh-huh, yeah. Hey, I'm keeping both of our goof, goof ups now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, of course. Absolutely. 
Because, yeah, the way I ran it, he would just, or read it. <laughs> yeah, he Chase. Just sitting there. <laughs> yeah. He was watching him running away. And then Chase, like, it's ironically, like... <laughs> Chase was being chased. That's another reason that I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Chase is being chased. Yeah. And then he tripped and knocked. He got hit in the head on the tree. Yeah. But as soon as that happened, blackness, as in all of a sudden, Jack couldn't see anything anymore because someone snuck up behind him and knocked him out. Uh, so that's what you. That's, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was. That's like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because also, like, <laughs> these children are just, like, murderous. So why did they just decide to not kill him? They they didn't murder Jack because he ran away and they were too preoccupied killing and eating two other fully grown adults. <laughs> and then they got and then mm-hmm. they got full for it for a while. So that's why they were they suddenly became placid. And that's why like um Marx took his opportunity to like find Jack's prone body, tie him up, and then it's like, all right, well, we'll just so basically if Jack yeah. just snuck away, he would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, if he if he didn't he lost it, well, that sand check. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's he he chose fight or flight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and just ran off uh, without any like um or he got for for our boston game <laughs> he got t- uh he rolled he rolled a fear check failed his fear check got terrified chose flight and just like with had no tactical um like thinking whatsoever and just ran like and the gm gave him the repercussions of of being in a flight in a flight state <laughs> yep yep oddly topical <laughs> yeah during last time yeah, considering the last game, I had a bad night. Let's die. <laughs> yeah, when I had a bad night. <laughs> yeah, getting attacked by animated scarecrows in Ravenloft. Yeah. I got one shotted. Yep. But yeah, that's the end of my grammar. Okay. Uh, then I suppose we move on to actual thoughts. So I'm gonna start with this one here. Jack hit the streets, or the wintry streets, or the cold wintry streets. Um, he went to June's school and surrounding apartments. Then, finding nothing, he rolled out, rolled up his sleeves and waded into the scum on the other side of, of the city. I almost want to say other side of town. <clears throat> on the other side of the city. He canvassed the halfway houses, the tent city under Eastbrook Bridge, the wakeside slums where cops would only go in force. Wakeside? Sounds familiar to me. Was that... Was, was there a wake place in the previous wicker saga stories somewhere like maybe the first one. And then I didn't update because like, I actually went back after I read the story and like checked to see about the first game, the first wicker saga story, the wicker house story. Um, so doing this quick check, Arthur's wake was the name of the town in the wicker house. So, right, yeah. so perhaps this, cause I remember us having a confusion because it sounded like it was a wake to a, a funeral. Yeah, or I thought like Ar- yeah, like Arthur was a character, not a pr- not a place. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I wonder now. Like we don't, we never get like, um, a name of the city that that um that Jack is is living in and like working in and stuff, and that's fine. Like it can be vague for this, but I I do wonder if the city that he li- he's working in and living in is geographically similar, like in in a in a similar location to Arthur's Wake, and that's why they call that side of the city Wakeside. Or like maybe that's like part of like where like the city has been like has incorporated since like that story because that's uh, Arthur's Wake was like from like the 1940s 1980s I think like time period of the Wicker Saga. Maybe since then the uh, the near neighboring city has just like um, incorporated Arthur's Wake and turned it into Wakeside. So, 
just uh just something like again when i when i see locations and stuff like that, i get, for some reason i get really interested in the locations of even fictional of uh of of stories so it makes me wonder like it helps me gra- i guess it maybe like helps me grind or ground myself in uh in a narrative if i know like where things are and stuff did you look up where this entire story took place i did not did how you? dare you you, you just said that as soon as you see any nugget of information, you immediately look it up. I did looked you? it up for God's sakes. <laughs> oh, what did you? What did you find, sir? <laughs> Where is that note? Where is that sneaky little note? Where did you go? Because <laughs> I, 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 I just assumed it was fi- fictional and, and left it at that. Like, because like, oh, it's art, like wake side. Like, uh, <laughs> that's about all I did. So yeah, what? Where? Where is this, sir? I didn't even write it down because I'm like, oh, he's absolutely going to do this. <laughs> Fuck, what's the quote? Okay, it's Pennsylvania, first off. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is, uh... Ah, oh, damn it. I'm going to find this. <laughs> yeah. Like read over this whole. Let this be a message to both of you guys. Keep your notes, even if you think I'm going to cover it. Do like add that to your notes, just in case. Yeah, yeah. I, I do anyway. Okay. (laughs) You're better than both of us. We know. Yeah. Uh, Basically, I have my notes, and then if Cultus covers it, I cross off. So I don't need to talk about that now. So yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, gotcha. I do hope you do like make an effort to like still pipe in on those on those categories if yeah. you have more to say. Okay. If I have more to say, yeah, I, I try to. Yes. Okay. It's in the quote that you fucking read. <laughs> Is it serious? Is it really? Yeah, I got it from Eastbrook. Eastbrook. See, okay. Bridge. I did actually look up Eastbrook because I thought it might have been in the Soldier, um, which was in Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. Um but I didn't like my cursory skim of, of the soldier didn't give up anything. So I just kind of, I just assumed it was fictional. So yeah. Is, so where is that in, in Pennsylvania? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. I just wanted a rough uh, area. <laughs> so like, is it in America? Cool. Moving on. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> That's all I need personally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, like I assume, uh, yeah, okay, so like, yeah, okay, 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 yeah, I suddenly turned into Joe Pesci. Review cultist Joe Pesci. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll move on to the next thing. Um, he'd played, uh, he'd planned on taking a look, uh, he'd planned on taking a closer look tonight, but then when he'd been at the office getting ready to head over to the plant chase had called him out of the blue and said thanks but they wouldn't be needing him to keep looking into june's disappearance after all end of discussion were i a detective that sounds like you they were being they've been bought off or blackmailed into turning a blind eye to the situation yeah it's like no yeah. we don't need you to find our daughter anymore yeah. it's fine yeah, yeah. She can and stay then, missing. You know, she was just kind of annoying anyways. <laughs> we yeah. can always make another one. <laughs> Jesus. And then and then we get the next thing here. He hadn't known the Bensons for long, but this was completely out of character. Something was up, and damn it, there were kids at risk. He might not be getting paid to follow up the lead, but Jack's conscience wasn't going to let him just sit and get wasted. 
He took his overcoat. <clears throat> he took his overcoat from the back of his chair and threw it on before reaching into the other drawer where he kept Cheryl. The Colt 357 was a thing of beauty. And he did a quick check to make sure each of her six cartridges were loaded before sliding her into his shoulder holster and slipping a box of spare shells into his jacket pocket. With that, he stepped out into the hallway and resolutely locked the door behind him. So yeah, case in point, like even the detective in the story is picking up on like that. They were, there's something fishy going on about that. Uh, suddenly like that sudden discharge yeah. of, uh, from, from the job. Uh, I also have a few other things. One go Jack Mon- Monahan. Like he, he's already my favorite. Like he, he's already my favorite protagonist um, so far. <laughs> Cause like, he's basically he's like reading. a John, like he's just, he's, oh, he's already a, a really good like protagonist in terms of like making me want to like root for him. Okay, you said favorite like of yeah, all time. Sorry, sorry yeah. No, sorry, I, I, I didn't mean like I, I, I meant to go on, but I, yeah, no, I meant I meant okay. more like I meant he's just like he's already like a, a likable protagonist. Yes, yes. Um, because of like his uh, uh, his resolution to like find these keys. <laughs> we got to do it for the keys. <laughs> Are you Cartman all of a sudden? No, it, it, yeah. Uh, but two. This is hard boiled as fuck, <laughs> like the whole yeah. like detective stuff, which I was I was here for. But <laughs> gamer in yellow, as our as our resident gun fondler, <laughs> do you call the place where they put bullets into a Colt three fifty seven a cartridge? Like the individual rounds being slotted in, is that are those called cartridges? <laughs> They're the bullets, like. Yeah. Not the, the 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 spot in the revolver That's where not, they no. The... He's saying check to see if there's six bullets in. It. Yeah, okay. it just seemed really weird that like he said like her her making sure her six cartridges because like when I think of, I when I thought when six I thought bullets. cartridges I was thinking like uh I guess like you're thinking uh, of the holes in the cylinder. Yeah, the, yeah. No, he's, um, he's talking about making sure that it is fully loaded with six bullets. He's just using but, so cartridges instead of bullets. Okay, I was gonna say so. Cartridge is like an accurate is is a proper term or is like a, a the right term to use for that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Further follow ups question: A box of spare shells <laughs> should should it not be spare rounds? Yeah, shells are like <laughs> shotgun shells. That, that's what I was yeah. thinking. I was like, what is the? Uh, it's a Colt three fifty seven, not a fucking judge. <laughs> I mean, it they might fire be. shotgun shells. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah it just it, for some reason it didn't smell right to me like when i was reading the story of like him having like for the cartridge thing kind of like tripped me up a little bit but then i was like all right i'll get that pass and then he's like and i got a a, bo- uh, a box of spare shells it's like i wasn't aware that you had a shotgun as well maybe he has a shotgun in the car maybe hmm. probably no, not or though. maybe or, or maybe this is in the demolition man universe he's got those three seashells just in case oh god what are they for, though? How do you work? Casey needs to open the woods. Yeah, but how do they work? <laughs> this is where Mikey should be like, <laughs> he doesn't know how to use the shells. Exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. so. But yeah, I just, way, it did yeah. sound a little weird. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was a little like, mm, <laughs> I don't think you that's think the right thing. shells are like the least used option, I would say. Yeah, like you'd say bullets and rounds, like rounds, yeah, shots like anything other than those. Oddly mm-hmm. enough, 
Yeah. And I like I'm me yeah. being a man who does not own a gun. But you <laughs> being also a somebody bit about it. Yeah, like and like we're both Canadian, like we're all Canadian in this in this uh, in the show and like but even we know like it's like a little bit about guns. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, it's just it, it was like it just turned me up. I was like, <laughs> it was going so well with the with the detective noir angle, and then just like that kind of like tripped me up a little bit, and then I I like smashed into a tree and got blacked out for <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> yep. Um, but I'll, I'll move on. Also, it's ironic that he said he doesn't want to just sit there and get wasted. Meanwhile, him going out and doing something ended up with him sitting there getting killed aka wasted wasted a la gta yeah yeah wasted <laughs> then he who wakes up in the hot like coming out of the hospital yeah um <laughs> uh, but yeah i'll move on to the next thing i have <laughs> at first jack assumed they would be going to the pharmaceutical plant to the west of the house but soon found he was mistaken instead marks walked directly south straight into the woods that were even thicker than those through which Jack had approached the compound. Very interesting twist indeed. Uh, Cause as I was reading this, like, it's like, all right, they're not going to the pharmaceutical plant. Well, clearly they're going to walk. He's going to walk them around the back of the house to a storm cellar where he's been keeping the kids in the cellar or something like that. And then it's like, Oh no, no, we're actually going into the woods. And like, there's a bonfire in the clearing of the woods. Like, okay, so this is some kind of a ritual sacrifice that's going on. We're going to find the bodies like burned up or some of that. And then, it continued on and that wasn't the case. I was like, okay. So it, it kept me guessing as I was like, wh- where exactly Marx has taken everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I like, that's a good thing. Like, cause I was like, it was keeping me on my toes. Mm-hmm. Um, then the next thing um, here, I, I got a bit confused. Like, cause he's, he goes to the plant. Yeah. And then he goes through the fence and then he goes towards the house. Yeah, because the house is on it established that the house was yeah. still was on the same property as the is like basically one big compound kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean it, it just it, it changed where it was going so much and I was like it uh messed with my visualization. Yeah. What was happening is like, is he going to the plant or is he going to the house? Where did this house come from? I, I <laughs> guess it with, I, beside yeah. the plant? Like <laughs> yeah, I, I and it does say that like like kind of, but like I guess it could have established that a little bit more clearly ahead of time, like that there was a, a house on the property of the compound or of the of the factory where mm-hmm. your CEO lives when he's in town. <laughs> Which I'm also sure kind of says that he lives there when he's in town. It absolutely it, it, says that. It, it does absolutely say that, but I think I think what uh like for, for Mikey's sake, I think maybe it could have been a little bit earlier to establish that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I can, I can take or leave it with that angle. So, um, but I'll, I'll move on to the next thing here. After a time, he could see a strange flickering. He could see a strange flickering ahead, which once they got close enough, he could identify as a roaring bonfire set in a small clearing. He stopped about 50 feet short of the fire and hid himself behind a tree. He could see the Bensons were agitated, Molly clinging to her husband, Chase obviously enraged, shouting at Marx. What's the meaning of this, Marx? You said you were taking us to see our daughter. Uh, and so I have, Chase. So I have. She'll be here shortly. The fire, you see, we found it draws them. So, I don't know about you guys, but this caught me in like a kind of an awesome like, oh fuck, like revelation sort of thing. like. Just like, 
draws who? The kids? What have they done to them? And then I continued reading and we got this. Yeah, media is like, okay, they're fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, it's like the pale shape of a little girl moved into the clearing. Jack recognized June from the pictures her parents had given him, but only just. Her once sparkling eyes were dull and empty, lacking even the most rudimentary intelligence. Her face slack, a dried reddish smear crusted around her mouth. The girl was dressed in rags, her hands and feet bare. She shuffled forward, almost stumbling into the fire, paying no mind to her parents or the heat. Something was very wrong. So this this pharmaceutical company is called Umbrella, right? <laughs> of course. Like, <laughs> we're getting some, uh, re- I was getting some Resident Evil vibes a little bit from <laughs> the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my last thing here, um, his last thought before his entire world was consumed by blackness and pain was that he guessed he'd, he'd, he guessed he'd been right at the office after all. Either way, this was going to be a bad night. Credits. <laughs> um, and yeah, for me, just like any good horror or no- noir story, the protagonist meets a tragic end. <laughs> um, you know, I really enjoyed the story, though I feel this could be tacked on to the beginning of a follow-up story. Like it kind of has that vibe. Just the given whole like thing. Yeah, like the story's like kind of pretty short, like as it is. Like it's only about like five it only clocks in about five pages. Um, and like I feel like this could be like honestly, this could be like the introductory to like and then like have like something a little bit more I don't know, like I, I feel like there could be another story like that this is tacked on to at the beginning. Just kind of like for by the end, it kind of gave me that vibe. It's like I don't know. I feel like this is a wish washy way of saying that you must have yeah, no, I know. I'm a Disney princess. <laughs> I must have yeah. more. Yeah. And since it's winter, I guess I'm Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> or no, it's no, I'd still be Belle because Belle is always about like having more. Okay. Who wants more in this life? Elsa's more about letting it go <laughs> and being Who her own independent more? woman and being her own her own independent woman. <laughs> mm. I like almost gave off like Conan was best in life vibes <laughs> when you said that. <laughs> Bell, what is what best is in life? <laughs> to not mess, to not marry Gaston, to leave this dull little village, and to hear the lamentations, and to always have more, <laughs> and to hear the lamentations of more. Uh, but yeah, no, like it's just like I, I don't get me wrong. I still like the story as it is. It just I feel like there could, if, like I wanted more, or I I kind of want more in like a longer story that it d- kind of dives into like the the pharmaceutical company and what they're doing to kids and stuff. I don't need it, but I want it. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. you want to know, like, what's the purpose of them doing this? Yeah, exactly. Like, and what like, are they getting out yeah. of this? Yeah, and again, like that's not really the point of the story because like it's a horror story. Like you're not supposed to get all the answers because that's what makes like we don't have all the answers. That makes like that sometimes makes things scary. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's, Jack it's, isn't it's, exactly in the situation to find out more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's yeah, he's not surviving this. He he's no. he's, he's uh he's exiting stage left mm-hmm. <laughs> through the gullet of several cannibalistic children. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so 
it was it, like I, I like it. It's just like it's like candy. I don't need it, but I want it. <laughs> Fair. But uh yeah, that's that's my that's the end of my actual thoughts. So Mikey, these stands for evil. All right. Uh, my first actual thought here. Uh, he removed the top from the bottle and took a long swallow. A slow burning sensation traveling from his belly up to the base of his throat drove the empty feeling back ever so slightly. Um, shouldn't it be going down his throat into his belly? Yeah, I kind of had a similar thought when I was reading. Like, I was gonna let it go because, like, obviously, it, it like, yeah, like the heat travels down from your throat to your stomach, and then it expands out to the rest of your body to give you that buzz or feeling. But like the way it was described, yeah. it has, I was like, is he having acid reflux? I was gonna <laughs> say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the burning sensation is going back up his esophagus. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, he's having hard liquor, and that burns going down yeah (laughs) yeah well unless it's like really smooth but then yeah and it burns going up apparently yeah (laughs) but um yeah no i i definitely kind of i i agree with you mikey like i did i did think i did hear that sorry my antivirus just like kicked in for some reason Uh uh-oh probably just asking for an update or something probably yeah because you're literally doing nothing yeah but um yeah, it was just like that was a weird that's a weird way to say that, but all right, I'll accept it. I'll move on. <laughs> that's why we have Mikey. <laughs> all right. So, uh my next actual thought here. Dark clouds covered the pale winter moon as Jack moved the car to the side of the road and pulled into a small clearing he had discovered earlier in the week. It had been steadily snowing for the last few hours, so he briefly went back to the road and did his best to cover the tracks leading into the clearing. And then we get the description of the girl. The girl was dressed in rags, her hands and bare feet. Or her hands and feet bare. Okay. So we're in winter. It's cold. It's snowing. The kids are don't have any warmth or anything. Um, they're essentially zombies, mm-hmm. and zombies don't survive winter. Um, until they do. Until they do, like this is, this just kind of furthers the the situation that there's something very unnatural about this. What's happened to the kids? Also, counterpoint You're talking about zombies like they're an actual yeah. thing that you're an authority on, too. and <laughs> like... and also counterpoint to zombies, uh, yeah, zombies, conventional zombies, like in stories and stuff like that when they include like cold climates. Yeah, sure, but um, not all zombies, uh, like White Walkers. <laughs> it's also not confirmed that she's even technically dead. Yeah, she's just in a in a weird state, and like, yeah, yeah. So, well, well yeah, I, I I would have liked it, um, if either a it wasn't winter, or b, um, the child had a weird deformity, um, 
So like they, they still recognized it as uh, June, but there was something wrong, uh, like physically visible. Um, like, so de- uh, the dead and slackened face isn't with, with blood off of the mouth is not enough for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like a growth or something. Yeah, I know. Yeah, or like scales <laughs> or something. Like yeah. they they mix their DNA with blizzards so that they can survive the cold or something. With, I'm I'm sorry. Hang on, placing <laughs> <laughs> a human with lizards. You're surviving in winter. The surviving winter. That's what. That's what you're. You're. Uh, that's what you want because that's what. Ha- I. I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> Clearly, you're stumbling over yourself. You're right. I just. That's not how lizards work. <laughs> lizards go into hibernation when it gets too cold. Well, that's why they have the fire there because it attracts them. I. I will give you this of lizarding them up (laughs) if it's not to resist cold. I I will give you this. Maybe if like as she's walking, like her like her footsteps are causing steam, like to show that like she's generating a a bit more like heat than normal or than could be than should be normal. Like as she's walking, the reason that she's stumbling is because like her feet are like so frostbitten and like wrecked that it that they don't really work anymore. Yeah, and and that adds to the whole like she's like kind of some kind of zombieish thing because like, and there's something there's something very wrong because she's not caring at all about that and she's, yeah, yeah, she has no pain receptors or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, basically, what I'm saying is I want more, um, description of the kids. All right, I'll just like, uh, I'll just shimmy over to the other side of the uh, the princess love ch- uh, the the princess uh, love sofa. <laughs> well, <laughs> we have a new uh, prince oh, with a, here's your tiara, Mikey. <laughs> or like the simple thing would be like to have a description of another kid, but he's more deformed or something. To show that has like, stages. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe like like, like if, even if like maybe there was like black veins like like just like riddling her her flesh kind of thing even. just something yeah I suppose that mm. I don't know I'm fine with it what it is but I can see your point of like wanting a little bit more to like show that there is something very wrong mm. and not just be as subtle as it is yeah mm. all right so my uh, next actual thought is i guess a connective tissue time Uh oh (laughs) so uh this uh story has a detective and i'm currently playing call of cthulhu which also has a detective (laughs) that just clicked it's like oh right yeah you've been playing that on (laughs) because he posted that twitter feed uh or that twitter post earlier this week Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, that's going to happen with a with a like one more more than a couple of like more than more than not. There's probably going to our creep bosses are probably going to have some kind of investigator type. Um, that's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, it is still like funny that yeah, you're reading, you're playing a game about a detective looking for a missing uh, woman or and some of that, and then. You end up reading a creep pasta about an investigator looking up a missing girl <laughs> under mm-hmm. very strange circumstances. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was all just the cult of Cthulhu, Cthulhu all along. I mean, this is the <laughs> this is a part of the Wicker Saga. So, like, there's the uh, big that big pharma corporation is probably do, uh, doing something with like some kind of like supernatural material or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're creating like weird zombieish children for God's sakes. <laughs> Like we, mm. what we have to remember is like, so like these are like the Wicker Saga stories. They're all like a standalone. They're supposed to be standalone stories that all have like, that are all kind of like, as a whole, they they uh, they tell a greater narrative, and like so that they're still in line uh, with like things like the Soldier and like the Wicker House and like stuff like that. So th- maybe this is like like the uh, this company's like using like using the children for experiments on like some kind of weird paranormal material that they found from like. Um, somewhere like similar to where that that monster in in the in the desert was, or like they're creating like ha- half human, half demon hybrids. <laughs> hmm. This is how it becomes yeah. doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want doom, Eternal? <laughs> do you want do you want doom twenty sixteen? Because this is how you get doom twenty sixteen. <laughs> when the UAC starts like uh starts uh funding research into collecting energy like a renewable energy source from the fucking hell dimension. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Oh yeah. Everything. Honestly, honestly also that kind of sounds like what Orochi would do in the secret world because yeah. they also have a very doom-esque hell dimension. <laughs> and Orochi is just corrupt enough to do that. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so that's the end of my actual thoughts. Yeah. All right. Um, gamer, your actual thoughts. I am. You are actual thoughts? Up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to say you're up, and that's why I immediately responded with I, I am. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So first off, um, when everyone... Uh, when you guys do these uh, readings, do you write down the cast? Do you have like a sec- separate section for the cast? I do not. Am I the uh, only one that does I, this? I, I think I tried it a couple times, but that was only when I had issues keeping track of who was who. Okay. I oh, always yeah. do it just to be safe. And I'm just bringing this up because I absolutely have Cheryl as a member of the cast. Sure. <laughs> the gun. Yeah, I was like, wait, who's that? Sure. Oh, right, the, the 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 357. Okay. Yeah. She's named. Yeah, it's I mean, yeah, she, yeah, it's like Lucille, the Thompson. Like, I, yeah, I get exactly. it. It's like, a, yeah, it's like the every detective slash gangster names their weapon. Yeah. It's important. <laughs> yeah, it's like pirates and their ships. It's like detectives and and gangsters and their guns. Mm. But moving. On. You said this quote earlier, and I was going to chime in with this, but I didn't have a chance, and I forgot. Um, then, finding nothing, he rolled up his sleeves and waded into the scum on the other side of the city. I just really like the wording of that. Yeah. Like, it's, overall, it's, there's a lot of sections like that where it's really nice. Uh, like, film noir wordiness like that. Yeah, it, it really captures the, the noir mood. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. good shit. Yeah. then um this is like when he's getting drunk in his office and stuff like that he says he came to the decision abruptly standing up and slamming the bottle down onto his desk <laughs> careful you're gonna crack the screen 
What are you doing? <laughs> what? On the desktop. That's oh god damn it. <laughs> yeah. That's where uh, all your icons are, like your trash bins there. And fucking hate like you and your puns there and everything. <laughs> Goddamn dad jokes. I hate it. You say that, but I can hear your smile. It's it's that it's like that song. It's like that that TikTok meme. No, I love it and I hate it at the same time. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like that's really what it is. It's like I'm smiling, but I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, um, <laughs> when, when he's like uh, stalking up to the guy's house, making yeah. his way across the snowy terrain, Jack saw the resonance. <laughs> what? Keep going. Okay. Making his way uh, across the snowy terrain, Jack saw the residence atop a low hill a couple hundred yards ahead, light glaring from every window. Arrest that man. He's wasting electricity. There's no way there's someone in every single room. Okay, that's not where that you were going with that? No. Because <laughs> what? I, I tripped up when I started reading and then like had to like stamp it down when I was reading. It's like, making his way downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Like immediately, like as soon as like making his way downtown. Nope, nope, <laughs> not that. Nope. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, arrest that man. He's wasting, he's wasting precious electricity. Damn these mm-hmm. corporate fiends. Yes, truly, you know he's evil because he has <laughs> yeah. every single light on his house. Never mind that he's kidnapping and experimenting on children. He's 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 uh, he's wasting uh, electrical energy and causing more pollution in the environment. The fiend. Yes. Like I said Captain. before, we have <laughs> sorry. We we only have so much resources to make electricity and stuff. We can always make more children. <laughs> ah yes, children. The one true you renewable resource. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Where where is that creepy pasta of like actually I guess that's technically Baraska? Uh yeah, kind of. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's fucked up. I oh, that, 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 that is fucked up, but like also like fun or like like morbidly fun and funny. Yeah, that be oh man, that be funged up. <laughs> what fun fun top funged up? Trying to mix. Oh yeah, it would be definitely it's definitely fun top. It's definitely fun topped. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but either way, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll let this out. <laughs> like just a second ago, I was like lifting Lucy up, so that's why I was like laughing, but also like wheezing. <laughs> my dog is up, and laughing while you're doing that is not great. <laughs> no. But either way, um, yeah. yeah. My last one is in regards to the ending, where it's sad that the bad guy made Cheryl, 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 not Cheryl, probably. Hang on. Cheryl's the gun. Cheryl, yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. So the last part uh, is at the ending, and my nose basically just it's sad that the bad guy made Cheryl betray him. Like I, yeah. I know this isn't necessarily a modern story, but in real life, this is why the authorities need smart guns. And no, I don't mean the ones from aliens. No, you mean the one make from... short work of all the monster children, but no. <laughs> but you mean like from Shadowrun? Sorry, Mikey. I mean, I wasn't gonna say that, but no. Like pistols that can only fire when held by someone who's registered to fire, which is basically oh. half of the smart gun system in Shadowrun. So yeah, sorry, Mikey. Um, yeah. And <laughs> as of a, as of a video I watched like six months ago, through like accelerometers, fingerprint ID, 
laser sensors and face ID, there's an interesting new one that's actually being developed for that exact purpose. Oh, cool. That, like, it could just be sitting in a cradle or whatever, like, or in a holster or something. And as soon as um, you pick it up, when your fingerprint touches the grip or when you bring it up to, like, aim down the sights, there's a camera mm-hmm. on the back that does face ID on you. And if either of those two work, then the gun unlocks and you can shoot it. Nice. But, like, in this situation, he wouldn't be able to shoot it because he doesn't have the right finger fingerprint ID and he doesn't have the right face. Yeah. So, ideally, honestly, I feel oh, like man. in the future, all law enforcement should use that type of gun because then if they get in a fight with a criminal, they can't take their gun off of them and use it on or steal it or anything. Uh, Mikey, I'm so sorry, but, like, now I'm just picturing uh, Cheryl as a Ruger Super Warhawk. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The, bad, the badass revolver from Shadowrun. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, now we're going to have to put this character in a. We're going to, yeah. We're gonna, we're, we're, I'm going to have to make a scenario based off of this, uh, this, this creep pasta mm-hmm. and put it in the yep. 2070s. Yep. Or the 2080s. I do kind of want to run a creepypasta, like, like a futury creepypasta campaign. In Shadowrun, using uh, just like deriving, like kind of based off of our like head cannony, like 2070s, 2080s, 2090s sort of setup. Yeah. I think that would just what be. What started really all cool. that? Was that Antran? It was Antran. Yeah. yeah. You guys, it was when you guys were, re- were reading Antran for the Patreon episodes, which anybody out here who'd like to listen to Mikey and, and uh, Gamer in Yellow read and listen uh, read and discuss uh the uh, some of our older creep pauses like antran and such you can become a patreon supporter and get all the uh a, a, get a whole swath of of new episodes called al dente reloaded and al dente revelations mm-hmm. so plug, 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 plug. <laughs> catch up on ones that we weren't privy to yeah Leading up to, I think, Ted the Caver, because you guys just, like, stopped at Ted the Caver. <laughs> stopped at that point, because it was a really long one, and we couldn't, like, it, it, get it schedules was... lined up, and then yeah. years went by. And we didn't. <laughs> yeah, there, but there is, there is still, like, a swath of, like, a good swath of, of extra episodes that you can listen to if you become a Patreon supporter. Yeah. I will stop this plug now. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Yeah, that's the end of my notes. Okay. Months. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm gonna diving into final thoughts. Um, I'm still gonna recommend this one. Um, it's it was very moody, very atmospheric. Uh, gives me a taste of horror with a little bit of noir, while teasing to something bigger in the world. Um, and for me, at least, that was a really good thing, and it was really fun to to read. Would always like to know more, but as a freestyle short story for a competition. With the subject, detective gets fired from job. This fucking clicked with me. So, yeah, I recommend yeah. it. Mikey, these stands for evil. All right. Well, I, I like the detective, although it does get a bit wordy because all the run on sentences that are very detective like. Yeah. Uh, it's just That's just a but, noir thing. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. criticizing noir in general, which is fair. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I think the main thing that, um, is that I wanted more, um, monster than what we got. Um, like not to say that zombies aren't creepy and weird. It's just, it's been 
so overdone that yeah. I just want a slight variation and I would be 100% recommending this, but the way it is, it, uh, I'm still only partially recommending it. Yeah, I to kind of like jump onto that with you, uh, Mikey, I do kind of like, as we were talking earlier, I do kind of like the idea, like, what if they were like, again, demonically infused um, uh, children in some way, so they had some kind of weird um, aspect about them that made them more, even more or sorry, even less human than than what we even get. Like just the shambling humanoid. What they do have like something that makes them more akin to like maybe that creature again from the soldier. If this is even in because uh, this is in the same universe, in the same setting as the Wickers, as mm-hmm. a whole bunch of the other Wicker Saga stories. So you, this would be a good opportunity, even though this was like an entry for a a, competi- a competition. Just throw in mm-hmm. a little bit extra from your from your setting. Um, you don't have to like go into full blow exper- explain it, but like if you know, you know, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you might be able to catch on that. Oh, like the the uh, the the children are exhibiting some kind of like bug like features because like the one character was like Beel was like a Beelzebub, like was like an insect like dude like demon, and then like the creature itself, like the the monster in the cave itself was a was like a giant insect demon thing. So yeah, it could be that this this mm. corporate Marks character is using his pharmaceutical company and experimenting with like demon demon DNA. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Demonic Park. <laughs> <Da-na-na>. <laughs> Sorry. I'll stop. But yeah. Or we took demon DNA and spliced it with frog DNA. <laughs> <laughs> no, spliced it with lizard DNA. <laughs> yeah, lizard. Yes. And then put it into children. <laughs> because it's cold. <laughs> 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 but yes, um, yeah. So, still partially recommending it then, or yep. All right, fair. Uh, that's what I said. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> we went on that little tangent. It's like I forgot. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right, um, gamer. Your final verdict and final thoughts. Yeah, I, I kind of do agree with Mikey that the monsters in this, they're it's so vague as to what they are that they don't really have too much personality right now. Like granted we if they don't show any physical deformities, like Mikey suggested, then we, aka Jack, wouldn't know. So yeah. we only know what he knows because we're technically seeing it through his eyes although not it's not first person but still it's still through him because like he's the one that the the, the narrator is focusing on yeah like, so we can only know what he knows and he don't know shit yeah so we, we're having shit. Yeah, i ain't no shit um yeah. it's uh it's it's sort of like an out of context problem like this is the, or out of context horror because like you're you don't know all the details and that's also what's scary about it. it's like what the fuck is going on here yeah Oh God! It's the Greg Sestero. Greg, Greg Sestero. Uh, what's going on here? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. From the room. <laughs> yeah, his big himbo energy. Yeah, I, 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 attention to anything. Yeah, big Mark energy. That's that's big 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 Mark horror energy. What's yeah. going on here? I don't understand. Why am I being eaten? Mm. <laughs> yeah. But I just overall... don't get monsters. <laughs> I just don't get monsters. <laughs> 
Anyway, how's your scare life? Oh, hi, Mark. Wow. <laughs> anyway. All right, I will stop. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so I, I do like the story when I was reading through it. I like the atmosphere of it. It's like a well-done detective story. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made some realistic assumptions along the way as to why Mark's could be doing this. But then, of course, he gets confronted with the unrealistic assumptions that he never made. <laughs> Yeah. which was the end of him, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't really too much along the way that truly bothered me. A few times through, through the story, I wrote down an issue to have like the next sentence like answer it for me. Yeah, That was kind of nice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that happened like three or four times, where I had an entire note like written up, and then I read the next sentence, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I just <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... So it's well written, easy to read. I enjoyed it. Mm. But as I said, I do agree with Mikey how the creatures are a little bland right now because we don't know what's going on. Like, is it an umbrella zombie situation? Or, like, are they technically dead? Are they alive? We don't know. Yeah. So, from the story's point of view, we're not supposed to know because our one one window into this, this world is die is getting eaten by the end <laughs> so yeah. he doesn't get to exp- uh, investigate any further i but i do agree with you called us how like another story would be nice so we know kind of what's going on at least the reasoning as to why like this company's doing this after all the shit i was getting for wanting more earlier <laughs> You did give me shit. You gave yourself shit. You called yourself a Disney princess. It sounded sounded to me like you were giving me shit earlier. Nah. (laughs) You bastard. Well, you convinced me. How about that? All right, there. Okay, fine. I'll let you off the hook this time. Through our discussion, I'm like, you know what? It is weird. And you know what? We should. I would like to know a little bit more as to why he's doing this. Because at this point, he might as well just have a top hat and a curly mustache because, like, yeah. I'm evil because of reasons. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, he just straight up, like, took the parents out there to kill them. Yeah. For reasons. Well, you, you know what the reasons obviously were, right? No. Get rid of the evidence. <laughs> it's like, but then, like, if they, if they, if they look they... into the missing parents, he already had can, it like... cleaned up with the parents. Getting rid of the detective. It was they go- clean. <laughs> Except the parents still like the parents still want to know what happened to their child. So like, yo, I'll clean I'll get rid of the parents. Oh, they they went off somewhere like abroad, then they'll never be found again. Like that's something that happens in crime all the time. In real crime, that happens all the time. Like people like cover-ups and stuff. So I guess. Yeah. He was he was tying up loose ends, essentially, is what he was doing. In a evil corporate like ma- uh, mastermind sort of way. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> yeah, overall, I still did like the story, so I'll I'll still recommend. Okay. Um. Also, got I got a thing is like reading like when I was reading the story, it's like and we were talking about like for gameable stuff. It's like this is basically just a, a Delta Green game or a Call of Cthulhu game where like you where where the 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 players don't realize there's supernatural shit at all, and then through the investigation, they find the horrible truth, and so and basically at the end. They got TPK'd. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, uh, that'll do it for this week's episode. So, two recommendations and a partial recommendation. Uh, and 
if you like what you heard or if you didn't leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted um we're all on twitter uh mikey is at the east stands for evil the gamer nail is at the gamer nail but that that w at the end because name is very long yeah and i'm at review cultist i'm also on blue sky uh at review cultist as well so you can check us out there um you can also send us emails at al dente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other spooky things. Creep pastas, SCPs. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. And if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. As we said earlier in the show, <laughs> um, our Patreon ep- our Patreon has uh, extra episodes, early access, special content. To all of our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void. And without your authorship, without the stories that you write and post online for people to read and enjoy and get inspired by, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End Trevil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>